Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Motorcycle Men Podcast. This is episode 123, and I am Ted, wrong way, here in the V-Twin Cafe, hanging out in the corner booth. Thank you for tuning in and listening to this show, and of course, for listening to all of the Motorcycle Man episodes. If you would like to help out the show, you can go to our website at MotorcycleMen.us, and there you can click on the Donate button if you'd like to help us out with uh, a singular PayPal donation. Another way you can help out is give us some feedback. Go over to iTunes and give us a rating, poor, good, bad, indifferent, it doesn't matter, we accept all feedback. And while you're at it, send us an email to motomenpc at gmail.com or go to our contact page on the website and send us a note there. I read all of our email, and if you're lucky, I might even read it during one of our next shows, or studio shows. Now, as you know, all of us here at the Motorcycle Men Podcast are very supportive of all riders and all bikes. We don't care what you ride. We take great pleasure in welcoming new riders to our passion and encourage riders, regardless of what they choose to ride and what avenue of motorcycling they want to get into. We also welcome and applaud women who get into motorcycling. And my guest tonight is part of an organization that promotes women in motorsports. All right, joining me now here in the V-Twin Cafe, over in the corner booth... Uh, all the way from Pennsylvania, which is a, just a hop, skip, and a stone's throw away, uh, Sarah Liberty of Garage Girls. Sarah, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. How are you doing today? I'm great. Yeah, you enjoying the nice Christmas cold weather? Enjoying the cold weather? Yeah. Christmas is almost here. Yes. And, uh, just started to get cold on the east coast um so it's been a pretty mild uh fall heading into winter so yeah have you gotten much riding in no actually i haven't um what? i actually yeah we'll get into that but i've had i uh i had to trade my motorcycle in so <gasps> i could build my 2017 gmc van that i primarily uh live and travel out of wow look at you just like the <laughs> mobile rv are there uh, so, t- mm-hmm. why don't you uh, tell yeah. us tell us a little bit about your motorcycle self? Well, let's see. Back in 1998, I opened up the RT's Hill Cycle in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, with Ron Tinetti, and we ran that. Um, Ron is still in business today. Um, he is an amazing painter, and we did custom paint work. We did sheet metal fab work. We did ground up custom build. Wow. We did service repair and sold parts and accessories and um that's where i really really ha- uh, was on the throttle um with learning everything there was to learn about motorcycles specifically the v-twin um wow that's really that's that's you talk about getting into the business like from the ground up that's it yeah you know i, I was uh, i was in college attending school in the shore of massachusetts the state i grew up in and I wanted a motorcycle. All my friends had motorcycles. Everybody was riding motorcycles around. And, um, you know, I had my own apartment. I was 
by myself, and I thought, well, I'm not going to buy a motorcycle until I learn how to work on it. And I had a friend, Mark LaRue, he had a shop up in New Hampshire, and I would travel there several times during the week and just hang out and get in his way and take photos of projects he was working on, and, and he would teach me um, how to work on a Sportster because I was looking at buying a Sportster at the time. And so then I learned how to tear the top end down on the Sportster, and I was ready to buy my bike. And I, the first bike I bought was a 77 XLCR Cafe Racer. Wow. And nice. It was a little too heavy for me. <laughs> the Zion heads are real top heavy. And um, I just wasn't comfortable. I, I wanted to keep the bike because I, I loved that bike. It was just an awesome motorcycle. But, um, yeah, I, I didn't have enough funds to keep that and purchase one that I could ride with. Ride, so. I, I, I did sell that one. So why don't you tell us what you currently ride now? Well, as I mentioned, I just traded my motorcycle <gasps> so I could build a 17 GMC van, so I don't have a bike right now. Oh, um, but it was a, a 1996 uh, Sportster. And, oh, really? nice. um, yeah, and um, did lots of work to that bike over the years. It was an 83, and... Um, tore the top end down, and we turned it into a, a, a 1200, and then um, very fortunate where I had my shop in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, that Jim Libinati at Megaflows, who did our machine our machine work, our head work, and um, I was able to do the heads on that bike, and that was amazing. If you want more power... Put your money into head work. Good head work. That's where it's at. So you did all that work yourself? <laughs> Myself and my partner, Ron, at, wow. at my shop. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah. So is now your sports that you had? It was a 96, you said. Was that was that carbureted yeah. or was that fuel injected? No, that was carbureted. See, I had a 94 883 that was carbureted. I love that bike. I love the sports. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That, so, that bike was... I really hated to let it go, but um, I just I, I couldn't get a brand new van and, and keep it. So. Oh wow! Now, how how many miles did you have on it when you got it? Um, how many did you have on it when you got rid of it? Yeah, that's a good question because I messed up the speedo on that. <laughs> and, um, <Uh-oh>, oops! <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. I honestly weren't. It couldn't have been more than um, thirty thousand miles on that bike um, oh. when you own a shop. You're working. You're not out riding. Um, If you do get to go out for a ride, it's, you know, you're local. You're you're doing a local jaunt. Um, You don't get to put any, you you know, a pet shop. It's just, you you can't run it that way. You're there working. Wow. Okay. Now, is that the only bike you've ever had? Well, I had the the XLCR first there, the the Cafe Racer. Right. And, um... Prior to that, it was a Honda 250R three-wheeler. Um, really? So, yeah, that was it for street bikes, yeah. Oh, wow, okay. Did you, what was your favorite? Uh, that Sportster, the 96. And I, I re- that bike was just set up so perfect. Everything I did in it, the bike ran so good. Such a great bike. So what's your plan? You got to get another bike? Um, yeah, well, you know, right now I'm really enjoying van life and, and, <laughs> and riding back and forth cross country in this van, me and my dog, um, I'm a photographer and I work in, um, automotive, motorcycle and firearms industry. So I'm all over back and forth coast to coast and, um, 
really enjoying that. But yeah, you know, now now I'm kind of leaning more towards off-road riding. I never really, you know, we had a three-wheeler and we rode in the woods in Massachusetts. But um, you know, the older I get, um, off-road, off-road riding is just more appealing to me. It's, um, I'm not really a fan of um, crowded places and, you know, lots of people. And I really enjoy getting out into the woods and hiking. So um, probably, you know, maybe start looking into maybe getting a dirt bike. Really? Oh, okay. Maybe get into adventure riding? Yeah. You know, I'm not, you know, yeah. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about uh, <laughs> let's talk about Garage Girls. What's it all about? So Garage Girls is basically just, um, like I mentioned, when I was in attending college um, back in the, um, the early, late 80s, early 90s, uh, North Shore, um, Massachusetts, and I got interested in motorcycles. I had to go out and seek all this information on my own, how to work on them, you know, all those tools, what I needed. Um, there wasn't really anything too readily available for you to gain that type of knowledge um, unless you went to, like, an MMI school or something. And back then, there weren't really that many other girls that were into this stuff. Um, you ran into girls occasionally that rode, but um, it, wasn't, it's, it wasn't as... Um, you know, as popular as it is now that, that girls are riding back then. So, and, you know, I was a gearhead. I, you know, and I grew up hanging out in the garage with my dad, and I liked cars and everything he was into. He used to race cars. And um, and then I started getting out and going to different events, and there were a bunch of girls that were into this stuff I was finding. Cool, yeah. So, um, yeah, so I developed the website, and um, for a while there, um, Jody Perowitz and I, we would go we, we worked with a show promoter, and we would build a motorcycle on stage uh, during a show, and um, that was a lot of fun. And, we, you know, more girls were coming out of the woodwork, like, hey, I really like this, and this is what I do, and I'm interested in that. And we just developed the website as kind of like a little hub where, you know, we could ask each other things and, and just talk about things we enjoyed. It was all things related to the garage. Right. So that's sort of how that came to be. Wow, cool. So, so that was basically your idea how to start. Do you have any, Did you have any inspiration for that? For the website? Just, well, basically just for the whole concept of Garage Girls. Well, no. I mean, I just kind of based it off my experience of you oh, know okay. how I, you know how I got interested in motorcycling, how I obtained all that knowledge, and how there were a lot of girls out there that were kind of on the same path. So it was like, well, let's just. Let's just put a place where we can all find each other easier. Oh, cool. Now, how, so how's the response been since you started it? Are you getting a lot of women interested in motorcycling? You know, mostly, especially the new women who are new to motorcycling. Yeah, I mean, our, our goal isn't really to try to encourage people one way or the other. Um, it's, it's just been a way to um, just communicate with each other. You know, we're not trying to push a certain agenda on anybody, and we're not trying to, like separate ourselves from the guys um and i that was never the intention of it. it was just more of you're into cars you're into bikes you're into whatever that's in your garage you know this is a place you can find other people that have that interest as well and um as i was out meeting these other girls i would run into so many girls that you know i'd be like gee your tire's really bald you need to change that it's dangerous 
I just don't have the money right now. Well, then you really shouldn't be riding. (laughs) 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 It's really dangerous. And, you know, just lots of other things. Like, I just don't have the money. You know, I need to do this. I want to do that. So I, I decided to put together the Ultimate Biker Makeover. And 2018 will be our 10th year of doing this. And we have amazing sponsors that help us. We um, put a call out for entries, and guys and girls are um, asked to submit an essay of why they need some help, you know, why they need an ultimate biker makeover. And um, we it's very tough to choose one person, but we get it narrowed down, and we have a winner. And um, 2018 will be the um, 10th year of us doing the ultimate biker makeover. Okay, so so the ultimate biker makeover contest. Why don't you tell us how that works, and what the what what the winner gets, and yeah, just, yeah. So it's um, Allstate helps us out, and it's you know all with the message of keep riders riding, and um, guys and girls were they're asked to submit an essay describing you know why they're in need of a biker makeover, um, and we set a deadline for that, and. What they stand to win is all these prizes. They uh, Avon Tires is on board, India Motorcycles on board, S and S, Harley Davidson Footwear, um, Design Engineering, Mustang, Kuryakin, Memphis Shade, Spectro, Moto Shake Gear, and Clockworks. Wow! And yeah, it's it, you. The winner gets hooked up. No kidding! <laughs> you know? God. Yeah, yeah, and um, it's great because we've met. So many amazing people through this and, and helped so many people. I mean, people that are just really down, you know, down on their luck and, and need a hand. And we're able to help them out and get them, you know, brand new parts for their bike that they desperately need and, and some other fun stuff. So they get gear for themselves and their bike, you know, helmet, gloves, jacket, riding boots, tires, new seats, accessories, maybe some handlebars, maybe a windshield. Yeah. Oh, wow. So they really make out and they went. So yeah, well, yeah how long, completely well, how long, hooked up. How did you get sponsors like Harley Davidson, Kuryakin, and Allstate? How did you get them involved well, in what you do? You no, know, I've been in the motorcycle industry for so long because you know I was a freelance photographer for Easy Riders magazine back in the you know the late eighties, early nineties. And I had connections with all these people. Um, then running my business, you know, I was a dealer for drag specialties, custom sales, biker's choice, checker rocky, and going to these dealer events and going to all the bike week events and, you know, working for American Iron Magazine and Ironworks Magazine. And so you just, it's all networking and, um, you know, built some amazing friendships with people in the industry that have been in, in it as long as I have. You know, I've got over 20 years in the motorcycle industry. And, um, and when, you know, people know you and you have a friendship and a trust and they know what you're doing and they know the vision and they believe in it, then they're, they're, you know, thrilled to be a partner, um, on a project like that. Oh, sure. Well, how long have you been running this contest? So 2018 will be the 10th year of the really? Biker Book. Yes. And yep. how many people have you, have won this contest? Well, so we've had a winner each year. Oh, so, so. so it's one per year. Yeah. Oh, yep. wow. That's great. Yeah. Now, yeah. Do you still yeah. keep in touch with the people who have won over the years? I do. I'm so fortunate that I've made some great friendships with everybody. And, um, 
you know, of course, with social media now, Facebook and Instagram, it's even easier. But yeah, yeah we've stayed in touch. We email, um, and it's been great. Um, it's like extended family and become friends for life. That's restful. How has this contest uh, changed these people as either as, either oh. as people or as riders? Yeah, I mean, they're just, you know, blown away. Um, so this year, our winner, she's, you know, she didn't think she was going to get her bike on the road, and now she has everything she needs to get her bike on the road, and she's just beyond thrilled. And last year's winner, she went through some tough times, um, overcoming some personal struggles, and she, she's out in um, Australia right now riding. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. So it's, it's, you know, I don't want to say it's life-changing, but it's definitely a, a real good pivotal point for the, for people that are, are kind of down on their luck and need a little, they need a hand, you know? Yeah. And uh, we're so fortunate to be able to do this. I mean, our sponsors, I mean, it, you know, if we didn't have our sponsors, there's no way we'd be able to do this. Of course not. So they're, they're such an integral part to this event and um it means so much to the winners i mean they're just completely blown away wow so would you say that garage girls is a little bit about some empowerment of women uh in the sport or personal? Uh, yeah i mean we're, we're just about you know just de- being able to, to be with like-minded individuals yeah. that share the same passions as, as you you know and um and just Offer friendship and, and support and um, camaraderie. You know, camaraderie. It's it's just uh, people that like the same things as you. <laughs> no, okay. Now, would you say that maybe? I mean, does Garage Girls do anything to encourage women to get them interested in riding or participating in motorsports? No, you know that's that's a really big responsibility and and. Um, Something, you know, we encourage people that are interested to do motorcycle safety foundation classes and things like that. And we'll encourage people and put them in the right direction. But as yeah. far as, like, getting out there and actually, you know, grabbing the handlebars and leaving something like that, no, we, we, haven't, um, we haven't gotten into that position. So I understand from your website that you, it's not just about motorcycling. It's also auto, all motorsports, cars, trucks, be that what it may. Yeah. In, yeah, anything in your garage, you know. I mean, there's there's certain there's like you know you fit if you fit that group if you're you know you enjoy being in your garage, you know, and that's usually the people that have something fun in there or just people that really enjoy their their cars, their daily drivers. Just it's just in your blood. All right, uh, how many people do you have right now that have engaged you through Garage Girls? Oh gosh, I I don't even have a number on that. Really? Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't know. We have so many people that we're in communication with. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't have an exact number. Okay, uh, and I understand that uh, men are permitted to enter this contest you have as well. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, we were never one of those groups that wanted to be like separate from the guys. Okay. In fact. Um, we were opposite of that. We absolutely always wanted to have the guys included because, guess what? Some of these guys have a lot of knowledge about some stuff that maybe we're looking to learn. So, um, to you know, we were never like, we're going to do a woman's only ride and you guys can't come and hang out with us. And <laughs> it's going to be just a woman's only thing. And, no, yeah, you guys, 
like motorcycles, we like motorcycles, we'll take off our ride. And Perfect. They say, oh, you have conversations, and maybe you're picking up something. Maybe you're learning something that somebody shared with you. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, what the yeah. name? What the name? Garage Girls. I, I guess a lot of people think that it is all about women. Now, how have the women uh, responded to that by having men in the group? That does anybody really care? No, nobody cares. That's Great. the best thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that's the best part of it. Just you know, uh, yeah, nobody, nobody really cares. Uh, nobody holds um, expectations on anybody. Yeah. Now, now, you guys have this. Uh, you have a Facebook page right now. Yeah, and you do a lot of stuff mm-hmm. through. You do a lot of stuff through that. Do you guys have any plans of getting involved with a, maybe a, perhaps a YouTube channel? Well, you know, honestly, when I had, when I was still a partner at Mental Cycle in Pittsburgh, I would do some videos, um, some, some in how-to videos. You know, how to change a tire, how to change a wheel. Um, you know how to inspect a spark plug, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. And um, it, it's a lot of work to keep up on that. And if you're not going to do it right, I'm the type of person, if you're not going to put 100% into it, then yeah. you don't, don't half-ass it. Um, so, no, I haven't been um, been that way. And, 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 of course, you know, it's time-consuming. You need money to put into it. And... I'd rather talk to sponsors about getting product that we can put in people's garages that need it versus having sponsors, you know, help us make a video. I mean, it doesn't really, I mean, it, it can impact somebody, but not, not the way the contest does. Okay. Well, now that you're traveling around in a van, maybe you have time to do that. Nope. Well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm pretty busy. <laughs> so does Garage Girls keep you very busy? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's, uh, you know, constant engagement with people. It's There's a lot of work to coordinate the, the contest, the Ultimate Biker Makeover. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it's plenty busy. Wow. So when is the next contest for the Ultimate Biker Makeover? When does it start? So we usually announce um, end of February, March. And those are usually open. Um, there's a deadline usually right around the, the first of June or mid June is the deadline to get your entries in. Yeah. And the winner is usually announced during Sturgis. Oh, really? So, uh, yeah. So you bring your whole thing out to Sturgis, also. Well, we don't really have a, a setup or anything, but um, we, but you know, we've had our. Um, our judges go through all the entries, and we've had our narrowed down. So we we have our winner, and then um, we like to announce during Sturgis because there's just you know, you know so many people at the event, so many yeah. people online checking out the event. So um, plus, it's, you know, it's just Sturgis. It's fun. <laughs> How many times have you been to Sturgis? I I don't I, I don't know a lot. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have I've you have you many. have you have you ridden there? I've never actually ridden out to Sturgis. Um, when I had North Hill Cycle in Pittsburgh, we brought a few motorcycles. We trailered a few motorcycles out to enter okay. into some of the bike shows. And then I lived in South Dakota for a few years. And um, so, yeah, I never did, like, the long motorcycle journey to Sturgis. But you've been there a number of times. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Been there. You've been there more than no, I have. Uh, you know. <laughs> 
yeah, I've been there many, many years. Um, you know, I'm a photographer. I was photo- photography editor of Cycle Surf Magazine for many years. Okay. And um, you know, I do a lot of freelance work with a ton of the publications, the between publications. And so I've been to Sturgis many, many years. Okay. Have you been to Americade yet? No, I've never been to Americade because oh. Americade, uh, when I lived on the East Coast, Americade was so close to Laconia. Yeah. And I was doing mostly work with V-Twin publications, so Laconia was always uh, the place I got sent to. Uh, and okay. Laconia, Laconia is super special to me. I mean, you know, I um, grew up in Massachusetts, and so going to um, the White Mountains yeah. uh, one of my most favorite things to do and the roads and the scenery is beautiful and yeah it's one of my favorite places wow i've never been to laconia i hear i hear things about it but i've never taken a plunge i've been to america a few times though. you know i mean you're, it's it's laconia bike week I, I i recommend go riding there when it's not laconia bike week i mean if you need a uh, a t-shirt and some trinkets definitely go during bike week but if you're going to ride and enjoy the area right. um, now do you bring a get up there. beautiful do you bring the whole garage girls uh thing there too well like i said we don't really have a booth or anything it's not like anything that we set up so no oh, okay All right. what about uh what about the uh, myrtle beach or daytona Myrtle Beach, I used to go there a lot uh, in the early 2000s, um, probably like from 2005 or something. Um, and then I kind of, that event kind of slowed down. Daytona, I've been going to Daytona for many years. Um, and um, yeah, Myrtle Beach, I haven't been there for a while. Okay. So what's next for Garage Girls? What's coming up? So we're, come, we're we're super excited to start launching our 2018 Ultimate Biker Makeover, and we're working on getting that all together. But this year, um, we're going to have some fun with it for our 10th anniversary, and we're asking people, what's in your garage? And we want people to send us pictures of all the cool things in their garage. Um, so we'll be having fun with that this year, especially over social media, Instagram and Facebook. Excellent. All right, so how can uh, people get in touch with you and check out what you guys are doing? Well, they can find uh, all info on our website, which is garage-girls.com. Um, if you don't put the dash in the middle, you'll probably end up on some other page. And I, <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> I don't know what you'll find there. So <laughs> all right. if you put the dash, you'll be safe. Um, also, we've got Garage Girls on Facebook and, of course, um, on Instagram. And unfortunately, our Instagram account got hacked into, which I'm finding out happens more than it should. So we had to rebuild. uh, We had to start over from scratch. Yeah, we had so many followers. We had over 5,000 followers, and now we've got, like, maybe 500. Um, So this time, it's Garage Girls Official. Okay. So on Instagram, yeah. So you know what's (laughs) going Yeah, yeah. If you go on, do you go on Instagram at all? You know, I hardly ever do, and I should go on more. But uh, what do you got? Well, on my Instagram, my photography page, I have pictures of the van because I designed the van. And um, a friend down in Tulsa, Oklahoma, he used to work for Kicker Audio, and he would build all their SEMA show vehicles. Oh, really? So, yeah. So I designed, uh, I've been, I'm, my first van was a 77 Dodge with the 
shaggy blue <laughs> ceiling and and oh, then wow. and then I bought yeah and then I bought a 2003 Dodge Ram van conversion van that was had all the captain's chairs sure. and, you know carpeted ceiling and had the back bench that folded down and I traveled out of that for for years doing my photography and I just thought you can't get any better than this and then I got stranded in Everett Lee Minnesota in 2015 and I was like oh no so what do you got now and so I bought a 2017 GMC Savannah wow. and uh, I just got it empty and then I designed exactly how I wanted it and brought it down to Oklahoma and my friend David did all the work for me and it's amazing and I traded my motorcycle to him for it oh, oh you did you traded your sportster to him yep oh bummer yeah <laughs> now, so what's your, what's your Instagram page Sarah Liberty Photography Okay. And then I have Sarah Liberty Photography Facebook page, and there's there's vans there. But um, Recoil Off Grid Magazine, I do a lot of uh, work for them. Okay. And there's a video. We do like a video tour of the van. Well, now that you're you are in Eastern Pennsylvania, where exactly in Eastern Pennsylvania are you? I'm right near Lancaster. Oh, I know Lancaster. I like Lancaster. It's a nice little town. And, yeah, it's, it's really um, some nice roads out here to ride. Yeah, oh yeah. Anyway, but uh, hey, I, thank you very much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Where are you off to next? Um, I am off, well, I'm actually, the next thing I'm doing is not motorcycle related. It's in the firearms industry. I'll be out in Vegas for SHOT Show, which is a wow, huge firearms industry trade show. <laughs> Guns and motorcycles and cars and stuff. Wow, ain't you something. It's just, you know, all the cool stuff that's in your garage. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Sarah, I want to thank you very much for joining me here on the podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you. Thank you. Yeah, I really enjoyed um, talking with you. And um, if anybody wants to see what I come out with from SHOT Show, they can uh, check out breachbangclear.com and they'll have all the coverage there. And I will be attending some um, some events that cater specifically to women that are interested in firearms. So it'll be interesting. Way cool. I have um, two books that I authored. The The first book is, is How to Repair and Maintain American V-Twin Motorcycles. And the second book is 1,000 Biker Tattoos. And I completely forgot to mention that. <laughs> now, are those books available on Amazon right now? Yep. Oh, they yep. are? Well, Sarah, thank yeah. you very much. You can take care of yourself and uh, be safe. Okay, thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of 123. Yeah, 123. Be sure and take the time to check out that Garage Girls page at garagegirls.com and check out what they do over there. The link is in the show notes and on the Motorcycle Men website as well. Coming up uh, next on our next episode in the studio is our Christmas show, which will be recorded Thursday night and air on Christmas Eve day. And if you want to be part of it and just give us a call... At 908-514-4070 and leave us a voicemail. Or if you listen to this podcast in time, you can give us a call between 7.30 and 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Thursday night, December 21st. And uh, you can be a part of the show if you want. Otherwise, you can just leave us a voicemail anytime and we'll play it back on the show. Don't forget to check out our fellow podcasters uh, whose links you will find on our links page. Uh, all of these podcasts and many more out there like that do great things to promote and encourage our sport and passion. And that also includes our YouTube friends. So don't forget to check that out. Uh, don't forget to get over to Cycle Gear and say hello to Chainsaw Ginny. 
and uh, Sean, and they'll take care of you over there, right? Uh, now, as you know, there are going to be some more changes going on with the podcast in the new year, and soon the website will be, uh, it has been reduced to minimal content, and the podcast is not available on the, on the uh, website anymore, but there's a link to our new host. However, there will be links um, to the new location and to each individual episode for the podcast, and as well as the new RSS feed. The new location is, write this down, boys and girls, HTTP colon forward slash forward slash one two nine 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 dot buzzsprout dot com. All right, and this information is in the show notes as well, so you'll be able to do that. I'm gonna have some mini episodes coming up to you in the weeks to come uh, over the Christmas holiday season, so we'll take care of some of that cool stuff. These are gonna be short spotlight gear reviews, audiobook and movie reviews. All of which are motorcycle related. So, from Tim Buck to Chris the Joker and me, Ted Wrongway, your host here of the Motorcycle Men Podcast. Thank you for listening to the show where we say stupid crap so you don't have to. Good night, folks. <laughs>